Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart. And um, I'm glad to be doing a podcast episode today. Uh, Last week I was thinking of canceling it. And then um, I said on my podcast, if you can give me an explanation for why I should cancel it. Um, why I shouldn't cancel it, why I should, why I shouldn't stop doing it, please let me know. And I actually did get someone to give me an explanation, and her name is Shelby McDonald, and she's one of my most pop, uh, loyal listeners to the podcast, and I want to pull up what it is exactly that she said. She said, um, I just listened to your last show. Here are reasons you should not quit. 1. I listen to your show at work to keep me sane with all the background noise on my floor. I've listened to other comedy podcasts before, but comedians usually suck at podcasting in my humble opinion. Your energy is what I need, or else I may, one day, tear the door off my office and chuck it down the hall before burning this place to the ground. Parentheses, just kidding. Number 2. I'm also 40-something, and it's refreshing to listen to someone else my age who's actually being proactive about life and goals. Most 40-year-olds seem to give up thinking that they are too old to try anything new or work on self-improvement. I think your show is inspirational, and it's interesting to hear what you are working on for personal development in real life. That's really rare, and I think it's great when others share these kind of things. Anyway, my opinions for what they are worth. Thank you, Shelby. That, th- th- reading that struck a chord, a positive chord, and I'm of course not going to be stopping with the podcast because I'm recording one today. What I am doing is I'm changing the format once again uh, because I had been feeling burnt out trying to do three to four episodes a week. And with the full-time job, it's very hard to do that. So I'm going to be only doing two episodes a week now, putting one out on Tuesday morning and one out on Wednesday morning. The one that you're listening to right now is the one that's going to be out Tuesday, January 21st, 2020. And um, it... Uh, it's a good episode, I think. I've, I've recorded uh, it already, and I'm doing the intro afterwards. But yeah, it's 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 good. Uh, I'm happy. It, it, but I think I'm going to just do two episodes a week now and hope that you enjoy those. You know, because I just want to put out good content, and I'm glad that... I can inspire people because I posted her messages on social media and I got people liking them, you know, and that made me think, oh, so Shelby's not the only one that thinks this. And some people are probably just too lazy to even hear me say, hey, email me some feedback because that was the thing. Like I only had like three people email me feedback. Or give me feedback. I still want feedback from people. I still want people to tell me why you like my podcast. It's, you know, and it's great. And I'm very appreciative of it. And thank you so much for downloading it today. 
Um, that reminds me, please share, subscribe, and review the podcast because it really helps me out with numbers and stuff and makes my podcast more popular. But I, I can assure you, I'm not going to give up doing the podcast. You know, I'm just uh, changing it a little bit. There'll be two episodes a week now instead of three or four episodes a week because I don't have the time. And it had been burning me out trying to come up with an episode every fucking day. And it's just ridiculous to try to do that. Because really, it's really only doing it for download numbers. And I'm trying to not give a shit about download numbers anymore. I'm still going to monitor them and see what they are. But I'm like, you know, if I can get a lot of people to download some episodes, that would be fantastic. But, I mean, I really just want to put out good podcast, bleh, good podcast content. And I like to think that... Um, I've done that with this. So, um, yeah. Before I, uh, go on to the rest of the podcast, uh, be sure to email me if you ever want to. McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. My Twitter is at KevMcT. Instagram is at McTaggartAttack. I have a TikTok. I'm not dancing on it. Get off my fucking back. Um, and there's also the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast as well. So there's all those things. And uh, in this week's episode, I talk about some self-help positive stuff like the phrase, uh, things are happening to me. Things are happening for me, not to me. And then I talk about how to deal with negative people. And then I talked about the new Pearl Jam album. And my thoughts on there not being a Watchmen Season 2. And then I end it with a rant about people who try to talk to me when I have my goddamn headphones on. I heard a phrase. Um, I heard someone say this phrase earlier this week as I was listening to um, podcasts at work. And um, I believe it was the the Heather Monahan podcast. I think it's called Creating Confidence. I think a confidence creator or something like that. It's, it's the Heather Monahan podcast. If you look up Heather Monahan on uh, podcasts, you'll be able to find her. And her guest was this guy, Ed Milet, who is also like a motivational business type speaker, person, guy, self-help guru person. And he was the one that said this phrase. And um, I think I've kind of heard it before, but as I'm listening to more and more self-help stuff. Uh, it struck a chord with me more as I'm listening to more self-help things. And uh, this phrase is... Uh, like, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it. And I have it written down. But let me think. Things happen... 
for you, not to you. Like, if something bad happens to you, you know, it's important to not be like, oh my god, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Oh no, no, I, it, it's important to get that mindset of, that thought of things happen for you, not to you. Maybe that happened for you for a reason. How can whatever happened to you, you know, improve? How can you learn from your situation? You know, yes, something bad happened, but how can you learn from it? I think is basically what that phrase is saying, what that phrase means. Like, don't take the, oh, woe is me approach to it. Try to find something positive out of what's happening. Oh, my car got stuck in the snow. But what can I do to learn from this? You know, maybe not be more aware of the driveway the next time my car gets stuck in the snow, you know, or um, uh, you get sick. Oh, why did this happen to me? No, it happened for you to realize that you should bundle up more when you go out. You know, uh, you get in a car accident, like I said, uh, you, you know, learn from your mistake in what you did or or something like that. Or maybe it happened for you for a reason. Maybe you made a connection with someone or, or met someone or, you know, things happen for you. The universe is here to do things for you. It's the universe isn't around to, 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 to make your life a living hell. That's not why you're here. We're all here to benefit. We're all here on this universe, in this world, in this planet for a reason. And it's important to to realize that. It's important to, to know, to just, you know, be mindful of the fact that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. And what, you know, and I think that's great that, that I'm trying to practice that. Because I have gone through the whole thing of, you know, oh, these things happening to me, blah, 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 you know. Whatever the hell it's been, you know, um, annoying coworkers, whatever, um, being frustrated at work, you know, why is this happening to me? No, no, it's happening for you to realize that you should try something else. You know, um, it's just, it's just, a, it, it was an interesting phrase that I heard. And it, it, it struck a chord this week, and I'm going to try and implement it more in my thinking, in my mindset, because I'm trying to be more positive this year, and I think that's important to be more positive. I think we all need to be more positive. You know, and it's, it, I think it's important for us, for you to always go through and and... You know, stop thinking, why is this happening to me? But instead think of, why is this happening for me? And I think people will be a whole lot happier if they start thinking that instead. You know, if something, whatever happens, it can be anything at all. Anything. Don't think, why is this happening to me? 
think, why is this happening for me? And learn from it or use it or whatever it is or figure it out. Find something positive out of it to make your life better. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I don't know why I stopped for a few seconds there. I was going to... I'm trying a new way to do the podcast and I'm recording all of the segments separately. You don't need to know any of that, but that's the way it's fucking happening. But yeah, just, just... I think that's all I had to say about that. It's like, I found it... I, I, it's funny how like I'll listen to self-help podcasts and then I'll have a guest on who I think is interesting. Then I'll start following their podcast. Then I'll start following the next guest podcast. And like I found out about Heather Monahan from the Gary Vee podcast. I found out about, you know, Ed Milet from the Heather Monahan podcast. And I, it's just, it's a, it's a self-help positive rabbit hole that I continue to be climbing through or falling through. And it's very exciting, really. But yeah, just, just from the last thing I want to say, and I said it already, but like just whatever happens to you. Remember, it's, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. So, I'm trying to be more positive this year, as we've already discussed in this podcast. And one thing I wanted to talk about regarding being more positive is how to deal with negative people. Because it's funny, like, I... (laughs) Lost like 50 pounds back in like 2012, 2013, and I've kept it off. And so ever since then, I've um, been annoyed by fat people. And there have been other things that that happen, you know, um, like not really annoyed by fat people, but it's like I'm making good choices, so I'm mad at anyone else who doesn't make good choices. You know, that's an example. And there's been other stuff that happens that I can't fucking remember right now. But, uh, like, the past year or so, well, actually, you know, no, no, like, you know, I don't drink as much anymore. Um, I have, like, maybe one or two a week now. And so, of course, now I hate drunk people. You know, I hate them for their life choices instead of hating myself for my own life choices. And also, recently, I'm trying to be more positive. So now I hate negative people, which I guess isn't necessarily positive. But I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with negative people. You know, because like one thing you can't do is tell a negative person that they're negative. You know, 
Because when you tell a negative person that they're being negative, it just makes them more negative. And it also ruins your mood because they agree that, yeah, I'm negative. I'm like, because I have a coworker who I've called out for being negative and she admits it. And then I'm like, I can't help them. I want to help them. I want to help people. I want to help people anyway I fucking can. And I met with my supervisor yesterday just to vent and was talking about how I'm trying to be more positive and it really sucks sitting right next to someone who's so negative. And she said something to me that I've heard in other places or I've read or listened to like um, like the only way that you can help a negative person be positive is for you to just be positive. You know? And that makes sense. I, I should try to be more positive. Like, I, I'm going to try to be more positive. I already tried to be positive with myself, but, like, I need to, like, exude that positivity. You know, and if I try to talk to them and have a conversation and try to stress the good things that are happening or try to find a reason why that's a good thing that happened, you know, and I'm just going to try to be more positive at work. I mean, I, I'm already positive with myself, but I think it's important that when you are trying to deal with a negative person, try to sort of push them slightly in the way of positive, but like if they're complaining about something, try to, you know, look at the bright side. So, oh, so, like, um, I don't want to mention this person's name, so I'm not, but she was saying how, oh, I can't believe that my neighbor shoveled my porch, shoveled the driveway for us. I'm like, oh, well, I, and I'm like, I, I was so wrapped up by being annoyed by her negative attitude that I've, I had decided not to talk to her anymore. And it had occurred to me yesterday afternoon <laughs> that she was trying to be positive. And I squelched her positivity by, like, not talking to her. So I need to, like, be more positive at work and just try to help people look at the bright side of things but or not try to help cuz like you if if someone's going to be negative you're not going to fucking change their mind the only way that you can be positive that you can help someone be positive is being positive yourself and then that will be contagious and catch on to others you know i mean i'm you can't force feed someone positivity it just doesn't fucking work that way the only way that you can be positive or or the only way that you can help someone who's negative is by you being positive and you slightly helping them with their situations. Like if they talk to you and they complain about something, try to think about, okay, why was this good for them? You know, try to make them think a positive thing. But if that may not work. So like the only way, the best way to do it is just... Just to come into work with a good attitude, positive attitude, say hello everybody, be nice to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And, just, and then just hope that that like flows to everyone else.
And that's really the best way to deal with negative people. Don't yell at them for being negative, because that just makes them more negative. It makes no fucking sense at all. Oh my gosh, I'm so fucking excited to talk about this right now. What was it? Last Friday. Um, is that Friday the, the 10th? That's right, Friday the 10th. Pearl Jam put out this image on their social media, which was like a heartbeat sort of symbol, but it was their name written in the heartbeat. It was a blue background with, and the heartbeat line was red and then a few hours later they put out another picture with a blue background and these white symbols and I'm thinking oh boy is this the new album that I've been waiting for since 2013 it fucking better be it fucking better be and then a few hours later after that image came out um, they put out a video that was the blue background, but it was the world map, and it had those white symbols in like 11 places all over the country. And I'm like, what's all that for a fucking tour announcement? Which is fine, which would be great, and I would go to the tour, but I was really hoping for a new Pearl Jam album to come out. Especially since 2018, when they came out with Can't Deny Me, and it said it was a single from their forthcoming album forthcoming from 2018 it's now 2020 two years is not forthcoming so anyway so the weekend goes on and people were like were looking at these geographic locations and it turns out that there were like these sort of billboards that had you know um, th this picture of a of a ice um a glacier melting and it said gigaton on it which is a phrase about climate change and uh, on Monday Pearl Jam announced a new album called gigaton which comes out on March 27th and they're going to be having a North America tour uh, that'll be happening uh, that'll be starting in mid-March, and I've submitted a ticket request for the Madison Square Garden show on Monday, March 30th, so that's fucking exciting. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the album. I'm, I, from what I read, it might be darker than previous ones. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be pretty political, because there's a there's a melting glacier on the album cover. <laughs> so it might be a lot of climate change political stuff. Which is appropriate for 2020, I guess. So that's that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to hearing a new Pearl Jam album. I'm looking forward to hearing a new Pearl Jam song in the coming days. I, I, I think there's a single coming out at some point. 
What's pissing me off though is like I want to pre-order it, but all you can do to pre-order is to pre-order like vinyl records, and I'm in 2020. I don't have vinyl records. I don't have a record player. I'm not gonna go out and buy a record player. I want music to download on my phone. When can I pre-order that Pearl Jam? For fuck's sake. Also, also another thing that annoys me: Eminem, Eminem, my favorite rapper. Because he hates everybody. Put out a new album. On yesterday. You know. A surprise. He just. A surprise album. He did a surprise album again. With no announcement. No. That. Oh hey. We'll put out something in two months. No. He just put it out there. Why the fuck couldn't Pearl Jam do that? Why keep me waiting two and a half more months? I mean for fuck's sake. Nonetheless. I'm looking forward to the new album. Coming out March 27th. And hopefully the Mar- Madison Square Garden tickets that I'll be going. Ticket that I'll be going to. Because I'm going myself this year. Usually what happens is with fan club tickets. You have to buy two. And then I struggle to find another person to come with me. So this time around. I'm just going myself. Because the last time I went with someone. We parked like an out a, a mile and a half away from Fenway Park. And she couldn't walk that fast because of her medical condition. Which I didn't fucking know. And she found the fucking spot. And she didn't think about that. You kidding me? So like. I feel like I deserve to go by myself. This time around. And I will. And I'm really looking forward to it. Because I love Pearl Jam. They're, They're one of the few things in life that I love. And if you're an avid listener to this podcast. You know that. So I'm really fucking looking forward. To the new album and the new and the tour and the concert and I think there's going to be a second leg of the tour and then I'll bring somebody with me, my brother-in-law Stephen. I'm going to bring him with me if the if there's a show in Boston, because he's the best brother-in-law I've ever had. And I really hope I get that Madison Square Garden ticket, but I'm not going to be too upset if I don't get that Madison Square Garden ticket. So that that'll be fine. I may put an update on here that I got the Madison Square Garden ticket, but I'm not 100% sure about that because I'm not putting this episode out until Tuesday because I'm doing that now. I'm doing these episodes just once a week now. And I'm probably already going to talk about that in the intro. So why the fuck am I repeating myself anyway? So there. A couple days ago, It was announced that HBO will not be pursuing a second season of Watchmen because the creator of the show, Damon Littleoff, or however you fucking pronounce his name, um, doesn't want to do it. And while that is sad, because the the series, that, that season of Watchmen, that series Watchmen, those nine episodes were fucking spectacular. I will watch them again and again if given the opportunity. And I highly recommend anybody else watch the Watchmen series because it was a great sequel to a great comic book. And I highly recommend that you watch um, the Watchmen series as it is just a series of nine episodes. Mini-series, I guess it technically is now. Um, But yeah, I'm perfectly fine with the fact that they're not going to pursue a second season because 
with the creator there, with the, with the guy who created the first season, with him out of the picture, I'm just afraid that every season after that will suck. You know? Because, like, there's a great... This, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a great sort of cliffhanger ending. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a cliffhanger. You know, it's just, it just maybe tells a new story, you know, or not. But it was just a very, I, I liked how it ended. And I, I'm, I'm very, I'm okay with the fact that if they don't want to do anymore. And I understand the fact that they don't want to do anymore. Am I disappointed that they're not going to do anymore? Absolutely. But who knows? I mean, Curb Your Enthusiasm takes like two or three years between episodes, between seasons to put out stuff, you know? So maybe the Watchmen creator will come out with another season at some point. Or maybe someone else will decades from now to give a sequel to this. Who knows? Who cares? Just enjoy that season of Watchmen that we got because those nine episodes are spectacular and I really enjoyed them. And I think if you're upset that there's not going to be another season of Watchmen, just go and try and find another show to watch or something. Or maybe try to do some sort of non-television activity. You know, try to be creative in yourself instead of watching other people's creativity. You know, because I think we're all creative people to some extent. And if all you're going to do is sit on your ass and binge watch shit all the fucking time, then you really need to get a fucking life and start creating stuff and start doing things with your fucking life instead of binge watching all fucking day. I know I'm trying to be positive, but when you're positive, you can still get annoyed by stuff. But the important thing is not to, like, let it consume you. But the fact that my comedy surrounds me being angered by stuff, I just wanted to get this out there as, like, sort of like a PSA. That's why I want to do it. I just want to make a PSA for people. Like, if I have my headphones on, I probably can't fucking hear you. Okay? So if you're trying to talk to me and I have my headphones on, I can't hear a word that you're trying to say. Okay? Don't try to and don't be talking to me, you know? You know, don't don't like try to say anything to me while I have my headphones on. Don't ask me a question while I have my headphones on because I can barely hear you. I had this problem. At first I thought it was because, oh, maybe because I use those Apple headphones, you know, the really small white ones that you can barely see. Even though they're white and they're pretty noticeable, I would think still, even though how fucking small they are. I recently got these sound-canceling headphones, which are pretty big and go over my head, which are pretty noted, which are much more noticeable than the Apple headphones. And I still have people trying to fucking talk to me when I have my goddamn headphones on. So if you see me, or if you see anyone with headphones on, tap them on the shoulder or something, or send them an email, or send them a message, or something like that. You know, don't just start talking to them because they probably can't hear you.
<sighs> and that's the bottom line if you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking for this week, January 21st, 2020. Remember, you can email me, McTaggartAttack at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at KevMcT or Instagram and TikTok at McTaggartAttack. And you can also find the Facebook page for the McTaggart Attack podcast on Facebook. And also, thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share, subscribe, and review this podcast because it really helps my numbers out when you do stuff like that. Bye.